part four of October Halloween Hullabaloo starts now. Space. Time. Reality. Everyone has their concepts of these, but um, are they actually true? What if I told you that all those terms, all those concepts, are about as fluid as water? This anthology series contains stories that flow between them like a wandering river, between the mind, the body, and the soul. Boldly influenced by the powers that were, the powers that are, and the powers that will be. This is Dark Charm Presents. Happy Halloween from Dark Charm Media. This is Jackie O. Billy Shane was tired. That was what he seemed to be all the time, now that chemotherapy was the only option for his cancer. All the things he loved to do, as a kid of age 12, seemed to be a distant memory. His favorite holiday was Halloween. His mother, knowing that he had been in a severe depression lately, tried to cheer up her son as the holiday crept up on them. Billy's mother went to the grocery store to pick up pumpkins to decorate for Halloween, and decorations to make the house awesome to look at, while Billy recovered. She smiled as she held the bag of decorations in her hand and knocked on his door softly. Hey, little man. Can I come in? She didn't hear anything, but opened the door to peek inside. Inside, her son sat in his chair and stared out the window. His hair had all but fallen out, which he hid underneath his vintage Cleveland Browns baseball cap. Hey, kiddo. She walked into his room slowly. He finally turned toward her. Hey, Mom. Sadness was etched across his young face. I know you're feeling bad, baby, but look what I got you. Billy's mother pulled out a small pumpkin. It was the size of a duckpin bowling ball. We can decorate this bad boy for your room, if you want. Would you like that? I got a bunch of stuff for the outside of the house, too. If you're feeling up for it, you know? Billy cracked a smile, knowing that his mother was trying her best to make him feel better but there was just too much on his mind. I would love the pumpkin, Mom. Thank you. She put the pumpkin back into the bag. Can we start decorating when dinner is done this evening? Are you hungry? I know your appetite is not what it used to be, but still, we gotta get some food I in am there. ready for dinner, Ma. I think I could eat a horse. Billy's mother grinned, knowing that he probably wouldn't eat as much as he thought he would. Okay, I'm going downstairs to make dinner. Your father should be home from work any minute. As if on cue, a blue Dodge Charger pulled into the parking lot. Billy's eyes widened. Dad's home! He said as his mom walked out of the room with a smile. She turned back toward him. Once dinner's done, we'll get started on decorating, okay? She closed the door behind her, and Billy continued to gaze out the window as his father came home with a large box in his hand. He didn't know what was in it, but had a small feeling that whatever was inside might have been for him. Once his father got into the house, he began to hear his mother and father talking downstairs. Billy mustered all of his strength and got out of his chair. He walked to the door and opened it a crack. He heard his father talking. What do you mean he's not going to like it? This one's from the quarterback himself. You mean another different quarterback than the four or five others that started for the Browns? I know he loves football, but 
We have way too many homeless actors as it is, Barry. If he doesn't like it, I'll put it in my study, okay? I'm trying to make him feel better, Stacy. His mother got a little lower in her voice. I know, Barry, but he's not even really enjoying anything anymore. His elf is just so... so... Billy heard his mother crying again. She does that a lot nowadays. Billy closed the door and walked back to his chair. He pulled the blankets around his legs as a chill came over him. He looked outside as the leaves were falling from the oak tree in his front yard. He loved this time of year, but he was afraid that this might be his last fall. He wasn't getting any better, and he was scared. The sounds of footsteps became louder as a knock came to his door. Come on in, Dad. Billy's father, Gary, walked into the bedroom with a box in his arms. Billy noticed that he had been crying, too. He knew it was a big deal when his father cried. He didn't do it too often. Hey, champ. Look what Dad has for you. Billy sat upright in his chair and waited as his father pulled out the polished orange, white, and brown helmet from inside the box. Packing foam peanuts came out and sprinkled at the bedroom floor. His father wiped his eyes to try and mask the fact that he had been crying a moment ago. A client came in today and brought the new quarterback for the Browns, Baker Mayfield. I asked him to sign this helmet for you. Billy took the helmet in his hands. Normally, he would be happy for something like this, but there were too many things on his mind. His father looked dejected. You don't like it, do you? Billy pointed to the six helmets on a shelf in his room. I guess you could put him next to Johnny Manziel. You don't like it. Dad, am I going to die? A pause came over his father as tears ran down his face again. Please don't ask me that. I have to know. I'm scared. What has your mom told you? That we are decorating for Halloween tonight. No, I mean about your condition. Your cancer. Not much. The door opened to the bedroom and his mother came inside. Billy never knew she was behind the door. I'm sorry. I overheard what you asked, Dad. It's alright, Mama. Come in. His mother and father sat down on the bed next to each other. His mother held Billy's hands while his father held his mother. Stacy Shane mustered enough courage to talk to her son. Baby. Billy waited for his mother to continue, but knew in his heart of hearts why she was hesitating. She opened her eyes. Dr. Bain said that the chemotherapy isn't working like it should have. The tumors have gotten worse instead of better. He said that they will be doing no more chemotherapy or radiation treatments. So, this means that I am going to die, aren't I? Yes, buddy. Both parents got up from the bed and hugged Billy tightly. He felt for his parents, but he didn't cry. He was just numb to all of it. After dinner, his parents did get the house decorated for Halloween. The little pumpkin was carved, and a goofy smile with bright eyes was given. His mother even got a candle to put inside. Billy lit the pumpkin and turned it to face the windows outside before his mother tucked him into bed for the evening. A myriad of things washed over his mind. How were his friends in school? He hadn't been back to school since his health started to get worse. How come none of his friends visited him? He was getting so lonely. The dancing light of the candle and the little jack-o'-lantern and how it made the walls of his room shimmer was hypnotizing and it slowly lulled Billy into a deep sleep. When Billy woke up in the middle of the night due to stomach pain, he noticed that the jack-o'-lantern, instead of facing the window, was now facing toward him in his bed. He winced as he got himself out of bed and walked swiftly to the bathroom. 
The contents of his stomach came up into the toilet, and in between heaves, he called for his Mom! Mama! His mother rushed into the bathroom and helped Billy as he threw up what remained of his dinner from his stomach. He turned to his mom. Did... Did you turn the pumpkin to face me? No, baby. I haven't been in your room since I tucked you in. Now come on. Billy was led back into his room and put back into bed. As he pulled the covers around him, he stared at the jack-o'-lantern. His mother closed the door behind her as the lantern continued to glow. His eyes scrunched together as he braved the pain in his poor stomach. It's a shame. Billy opened his eyes to hear a voice come from out of nowhere. He didn't recognize it. Who's there? Billy, it's me. It was at this moment that he stared at the jack-o'-lantern. The formerly inanimate object smiled in a manner that wasn't how it was carved. Billy jumped in his bed. No, it's okay, little man. I'm, I'm not going to hurt you. In fact, I'm kind of here to help. Billy sat up in bed and marveled at the jack-o'-lantern. Are you real? What does it look like? Do you think I'm real? You carved me yourself. This is unreal! I can't believe I am talking to a jack-o'-lantern. Especially one that sounds like a girl! Hey, I have a name, you know. And what's wrong with girls? Your mama's a girl. Fair enough. Well, what is your name? I never gave you one. Jackie O, of course. Jackie O Lantern. Billy smiled. The enigmatic Jackie O grinned back. That's what I want to see. You've been frowning way too much these past couple of months. But as soon as he smiled, he was going back to his friend. I can't sleep, Jackie. If you want, I can sing to you. It can help you fall asleep. <sighs> I don't want to hurt anymore. Can you fix that? Can you take my cancer away? This time, the little pumpkin's smile turned upside down. I can't help you with that either, honey. What I can do is get you through it all. That's why I'm here. And I will start by singing you to sleep. Billy crawled back into bed, and the little pumpkin started to sing the sweetest lullaby. It wasn't a song that Billy had ever heard before. It was about what it was like over the rainbow. He thought the song was beautiful. But the tone and how she sang it calmed him down and allowed him to drift back to sleep. The next morning, Billy was downstairs trying to eat some cereal when the Wizard of Oz came on television. Billy pointed at the TV. Mom, that's the song! What, baby? The song that the little girl Dorothy is singing. It's the same song that Jackie-O sang to me last night. She looked at her son, confused. Jackie-O? My pumpkin! She started smiling, realizing the coincidence of the name Jackie-O to the former first lady, Jackie Kennedy Onassis. You know where that name comes from, right? Yup! It's because she is a female jack-o'-lantern. Stacy laughed. She totally didn't care anymore about the reference, as she continued cleaning the kitchen. Over the next couple of weeks, Jackie and Billy had more time together. She had told him about what it would be like for him to be gone from this world, and that it was actually okay. People would mourn him, but he would be in a much better place. She told him the wonders of what the other side would be. Every night, Billy's mother would crack open the door to see her dying son talking to this little pumpkin, whether she was lit or not. 
Since the charade didn't hurt anyone, and Billy was starting to feel better about the situation, she didn't mind him talking to it at all. The next appointment, Dr. Baines told Stacy Shane that he was happy with the mental progress of her son, but that the tumors were getting worse. Her son would lose the ability to do things on his own, and she hoped that he would make it to Halloween. Baines said that it was possible, but her son wouldn't make it to Thanksgiving. Dr. Baines was right. The poor boy didn't. Billy Shane died several days after Veterans Day, as his little body couldn't take it anymore. Gary and Stacy Shane, although their hearts were crushed, knew that their little boy was now in a better place where he wouldn't hurt anymore. Finally, many weeks later, Stacy mustered enough courage to go inside to pick up Billy's things when she saw the pumpkin. It looked as fresh as the day that they helped Billy carve it. Tears streamed down her face as she looked at it. Thank you. You're able to do the very thing I couldn't. How could I tell my own son about his death? I wasn't ready for it myself. She put the pumpkin into the box and continued to work on cleaning up the room. You're quite welcome, Stacy. She dropped the bottle of Windex on the floor and backed into the wall. Who's there? In the box, Stacy. Just put me here. She leaned over to see Jackie O. You... You can actually talk? Yep. Well, he... Did you think your son was schizophrenic or something? I, I knew he was talking to someone, but... Listen, I know you're going through a rough time right now, but if it's any consolation, your darling boy is in the best place in the world. I should know. I'm taking care of him right now. Are, are you an angel? No, at this moment I'm a pumpkin. I mean, were you an angel? No, I was a mother who saw another mother that needed help. I had to assist with my husband and my babies when I passed into the next world. So you're a ghost then? Yes, yes I am. A ghost inhabiting this little pumpkin, but I mean no one any harm and you have no need to fear me. She sat down on the bed and gazed at this pumpkin for what seemed to be forever, but only a few seconds. Why us? Why did you choose to help us? The pumpkin was silent for a moment. It almost felt like the spirit that inhabited the pumpkin had left, but then it finally spoke. I know what it's like to lose a loved one early. In fact, I know what it's like to lose many of them early. Sometimes those people need a different kind of consoling. Stacy Shane wiped her eyes. Who are you? Who are you really? The pumpkin smiled. Why, I'm Jackie O, of course. She felt the spirit of the pumpkin die away as she felt that she was alone once again in her son's old bedroom, and she realized exactly who she was speaking to. This has been Dark Charm Presents Episode 7, Jackie O, by Danny Atwell. In the cast you heard, Gatekeeper Emeritus, Dan Mac McCloskey, Billy Shane, played by Max Hunter, Stacy Shane, played by Christine Atwell, Gary Shane, played by Robert Hunter, and Jackie O, played by Ferd Burfel. Sound effects provided by Zapsplat.com. Dark Charm Media, copyright 2021, all rights reserved.